Who's your daddy? Boom! We are off with another episode of Booze Your Daddy the Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Snyder, here with my man, Zach Ratfarts. Elias, what's up, Zach? I had to I watch scenes read. from that movie just to figure out something to call you. It looks horrible. It, it, so you've never actually seen it? You've just like seen scenes from it? You've never seen Caddyshack? I've seen some some pieces of it. and uh, right. maybe I, You're, you're looking Subway Poles because that's a nickel bit we do. I get my shot Friday, so I'm going to be dead Saturday. Come on over, watch Caddyshack. You're allowed indoor dining at my house. I mean, I'm about the free food. I'm not about the cat allergies that I have. So how about yeah, you, you come- take care of me also because someone's going to have to take care of me. <laughs> Uh, my wife and daughter sure as that won't. So someone's going to take care of me. Episode 68, St. Patty's Day, which we had a little debate on the actual spelling of that. I say it's with the T. Zach but says for St. Patricia, as we Googled, because we're two Jews talking about St. Patrick's Day. St. Paddy's Day for Patrick, which in Irish or like Urs, or isn't Urs like Scottish, something like that, is Padrig, like Patrick Harrington, the golfer. I'm if aware. you watched a lot of golf, you would know. I do know that his cousin is a famous poker player, Dan Harrington, who won the 1995 World Series of Poker. So good for him. Anyways, these episodes were live. Tuesdays, Facebook, 8.30, where we put the episodes out every Saturday, where you can download them everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Do the damn thing. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. We're having fun, telling some good stories. Hold on a second. I'm going to show my age. What is Stitch? What is Stitch or Stitcher? Whatever you just said. I know what Spotify is, the other one. Stitcher is just another form of downloading podcasts and whatnot, which some people use. It's Stitch or Spotify. You said Stitcher? Stitcher, yeah. Stitch is a form of something you can do on TikTok of way of putting videos together. You stitch them together. There's also duets. I can go on. Zach, As they really- say in Tommy Boy, you're not speaking my language there, little man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we get these beers a cracking? Yeah. I'm wearing my green shirt, which uh, this is my buddy, Timmy, who you always shit on. We did a birthday crawl. I put together for his 30th birthday. That's bar, pretty good. Bar golf, nine holes to 30. And then there is a- <laughs> I can't complain about anything about that. That is phenomenal shirt. Yeah. His brother made them. I made the beer crawl. It was a great, great, great time. I don't have green beer, mama, but what are you drinking today, Zacharias? I've still got the Franzikusikatsukasa. Franzikainer. Um, yeah, him. Did you go so outside you today? Drinking? Yeah, did, did you I go, go outside, outside today? Yeah. I went outside today. It was snowing today. Not in my neighborhood. We had spreckles of, of snow. Spreckles? Yeah, you know what I meant. Freckles, spreckles, and I have one more winter piles of powder. I got this for you because you're a douchey. You Scarface? Oh, gotcha. different, different powders, sir. Piles. <laughs> Not that Barney. It is 902 Wait, Brewing that Company. That pretty cool. I wasn't paying attention because I was making my Scarface joke. That is me. Two weeks in a row you've had me golf and you've had snowboarding. Yeah, and, you keep, and I'm a German beer guy there. Like, What are you doing, Zach? Yeah, well. But this is a 902 Brewing Company. Beer. I'm assuming 902 is a Jersey thing because it says Jersey City uh, Brewing Company or brewing in that area. Yeah, go get them, Tiger. Hey, L'Chaim. L'Chaim. Release the Kraken. It's released. That's it. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Well, that made a weird noise. So, Zach, so we have a, we have a lot of stuff to talk about, but you know, we big were kind of, we were just a really big show. We got a really no. really big show. Do you know that reference? Yes. We have a lot to talk about here, but you know, you and I were just kind of making a little joke about like you know, oh, the German beer and whatnot. Did you hear? This is almost a week old at this point because just the way our episodes come out, the NBA basketball player Myers Leonard, what he said. He went hard in the paint. <laughs> he 
went he very went, hard. Julian now, Edelman threatened, uh, wanted to like get a phone call going and like coach him up. Like, it's great for, for the people who don't know what happened. Miles Leonard, Myers Leonard, but Myers sa- Leonard. sounds a little Jewy. Myers or Meyer is very Jewy. Uh, I had to look him up. He's he's a nobody, man. He's he a nobody. For, he played for he's Portland. For he is definitely a somebody who was streaming one of those first player shooter games. I don't know. They're all the same to me. I don't play video games. I have a life. And he dropped a. Retrace Tech Super Bowl right now. You're in. Maybe. Maybe old school stuff. You play a little NHL 94. I could get in with that. Just give me uh, Mario Lemieux. This guy, Zach, can we just say the K word, right? It's our thing. Like, we can do it, right? I mean, we can. It's like we could go Kike Hernandez and they know what it means. Very good. So, this guy who's not Jewish made a point when he was playing a shooter game to be like, oh, get him that kike or something like that. You're like, whoa. And of course, whoever was he was playing with decided to put this all over the internet. Bada bing, bada boom. It was really bad. Like you said, Julian Edelman, who is a Jewish uh, wide receiver on the Patriots, came out and was like, hey, come down. We'll do a Shabbat. I'll show you how great Judaism is. And they asked your boy who plays for the Wizards now, the guy from Israel, Denny, whatever, who's his face. Yeah. And he basically had some big like, oh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll try to figure out something with that. And it got really, really want nothing to do with it. I'm not going to go to his house and put on a Shabbat showcase for this guy who doesn't like me, want me there anyway. Fuck him. Get him out of the league. Question. Do you know the origin of that derogatory slang for our people? No, I don't actually. So this is, by the way, the internet has completely ruined me because I am always one of those like, I wonder where, and then I go down rabbit hole. I don't hole. think I want that on my search history. That's the problem. I mean, just Google etymology if you know what that is. Here's how it works. So there's a lot of different stories, but the biggest one is, is when Jewish immigrants came to Ellis Island, they would be like, write your name next, next to the letter X. And the Jews more or less are like, X, that's all about Christianity. Uh, we're just going to do different and put a little circle. Circle in Yiddish is keikel, is that, and it slowly turned into a, oh, he's a keikel over there, and then he's a kike. And that is where that slang term. Oh, so it's American. We, we, we crafted that bad boy? Good for us. Kind of, um, going back to I the 1900s. I think I would have actually liked that, that job. The job of the guy on the other side of the desk when they can't pronounce your name. Yeah, you're Smith. Get out of here. Jones, see ya. Take a walk. Can you, you imagine? You, co- that's your name. Dude, you come here from some town in Eastern Europe, and they're asking you a language you don't speak, and you they're like, they're asking you, what is your name? And all you hear is, uh, where are they asking me from? Berlin? And then you go, oh, yeah, Berlin. Zach Berlin. Circle. Keep moving. Done. You don't have a lot of chit-chat there, I bet. That line moved quick. Thousands of them on the boats. Just whatever works. Yeah. So I would have enjoyed the other side of the desk job. Does that word offend you? Have you ever been called a Kike? I mean, not if you call it to me, though we don't use it, you and I, like, you know, the N-words, like casual, casual K. My Kike! Um, So, yeah, exactly. We don't go casual K, but and I've never been called it because I'm from New York, and I really don't leave the Northeast, but a defensive, not a lot offends me, but in general, it is a pretty bad one. I I definitely don't love it. Like, there'd be a big difference if you called it to me or some guy on the street called it to me. It's certainly, it's not a good one. I don't know. Does not bother me. It's one of those, like, I don't mind the word. I mind the bite behind the word, clearly from the person using it, because they have a lot in their lexicon. And if they're going with that, they really have a hate on for what we are. With that schnoz and that hairline, I mean, what do you want? The, oh, the hairline's good. Oh, it's not so good. And I'm running low on them. Mommy, you! You're about like a widow's peak, like a full receding Eddie Munster thing going on. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I was telling you before, this is just a service to anybody. I got a new cell phone this past weekend, which 
which I finally have gone over and I backed up and then I reset and I had so many issues with it. If anybody in this world doesn't hear from me in the next couple of weeks, it's because I don't have your cell phone number anymore. This is my reminder to anybody who ever gets a new phone, take it to the store and let them do it. I would love to like have a guy for that. Like the thing I, I let my last phone go forever. It barely stayed on because I dread that day. The day, the changeover day, new computer. I hate the changeover day. I thought I'd just have a guy like, hey, I got a new phone. I got a new computer. I'll be back. In, I'm going out for like an hour. When I get back, I want it money. I want it tight. Yeah. Just like I left the last one. Yeah. It's one of those things. Now, do you know my theory on cell you phone? Have a guy? I mean, not you clearly. It's a nightmare over there, but there's got to be a guy like that. My theory for cell phones is I need the number one state-of-the-art cell phone that you can possibly get from two years ago. That's that's my current cell phone always. The best thing from two years ago, it's a third of the price. It works just fine. It does work just fine. You do jam down when you get there. My I mean, biggest issue, I'll, I'll get whatever I need, but my, the fight and the haggle over what my phone is currently worth, my old one. Like when we went to the store, Jenna's phone was worth like $700 in the trade-in and mine was worth seven, seven. Seven. Yeah, because, because mine was worth, and mine was worth 50. And I tore, tore the guy's head off because I had like a chip in it. You would think he started World War Nine. this guy. Like, you would think he called me a K-word. I was going to kill him. I, was I, don't walk out. I don't know if you see the chat, but my mother just chimed in that you need to make an Excel spreadsheet of all the numbers in your phone. My mother has all of her passwords to everything saved on her computer, which is like rule number one. If you want to hack a computer, just go look at her documents. You can. I hope to God her password is password. <laughs> or one, two, three, four, five. Like it's space balls. No, I no. have all my passwords in my phone and my notes cryptically done. The problem is my phone like, erases. They don't, they don't help. They're gone. <laughs> right. Yeah. I lost like a, a I reminder lost for myself, stuff. but if, if, if they go away, it's like cryptic with like stars and letters, but I know what it means. Yeah. It's like the phone code from the wire. They know how to do it. Your best bet is to write it on a hard piece of paper and then put it in your desk or something. And that's the best place to go. I'll give you a hard piece of paper. All right. Well, Zach, as I kind of wrote in the description of this for people watching, it is tourney time. Yeah. Now, we talked a little bit about this. and Love the tourney. Onions, double order. And anyone who gets this shirt, I'll be very happy. Very excited. It's a tournament shirt. I got nothing. You're a misery. You don't like the tournament. I used to really, really love it. One of my buddies who had his ACL done years ago purposely had the surgery on like the Tuesday or Wednesday before the tournament. That that way he could stay home and watch the first four days, which are awesome. And I'm not saying I'm not going to watch it. I went to Vegas uh, for the first four days one time for our buddy's bachelor party. We didn't see sunlight. We just like stayed there like degenerates just betting nonsense and lost What's sunlight in vegas i don't know is that like, the name of the stripper that that comes to your room yeah we're good she and i it was like it wasn't even a strip club crew it was literally a bit two schools from like you know iowa versus mid like you know middle of nowhere tennessee and hope to god that one of them wins it was anything went betting every over under yeah oh by the way onions is what bill rafferty says when you make a shot onions double order is that, is that the man-to-man what man to man? Isn't, isn't Bill Rafferty the guy where they start off the game and he goes, and they're going man to man? Sometimes he'll say stuff like he says all kinds Sometimes of things. Sometimes it's so like much. his line. No, onions and dagger are his line. He's so much dagger. better than Vitell. He's you know so who he's not better than? Uh, what's his face? Iron Eagle. Iron Eagle's Ian the tits. Iron Eagle. Why? Because he's one of us? 
I think his son also calls games, but Ian Eagle is like the new thing, Zach. Wait, he's a thing? He's like an internet celeb, Ian Eagle? He's like the guy who calls the games and people are like, oh, we got to have this guy. He he might be okay. A-list. As yeah, you know what okay. he used to do before he was like famous? He was like doing the Jets Born. pregame. It was awful. He was like a nobody doing Jets pregame in the 90s when he was like on the one of the fan. He's okay. No, Rafferty does it for me. He's the best, Rafferty. I think the one and done has completely mm-hmm. killed my love of college basketball. Zach, I cannot name a single player in college basketball right now. Not this a single year one. I can't because That's this year I didn't one. watch. This year it snuck up on me. In years past, I do love college basketball. I don't mind the one and done. I don't love it because I've got other problems with that. I don't think that the NBA should restrict a person's right to work. If you're good enough at 18 to get in the league, why should they force you to go somewhere else? It, it ruins the product. Simple this as is that. America. Well, if they suck, then they suck. Don't draft them if he sucks. Do your homework. In homework, they're prospects. Do you know how many guys coming from high school to the pros were like, no bow to doubt it, guys? It's very rare. No bow to doubt it? Is that what you said? You're going to love hearing that. Okay. I I don't really. Wait, wait. That's that's a euphemism. That's something I say all the time. I've never heard it before. Like, Um, I definitely do like the zebra can't change their spots. Leopards can't change their stripes. I know what I'm saying. I'm not an idiot. So those are two different statements. (laughs) Mutually exclusive. Nevertheless. I don't like the one and done for that reason. That said, I, I know you. I don't mind one and done athletes. I know where you, they're. Who from. are you? You you texted me that you need to get into a, a bracket. Which if you need, I know I brackets. One. I got one. Good. I have more if you need. I I'm literally picking on colors. I feel like oh, this I'm, year I am. This year I am too. I just but usually I know my stuff. Usually I'm pretty good at knowing twelve five game. Why this would you year, ever want to do that? I love that shit. I love it oh, because it's also the most pure championship of any of them. It is. 64 schools, go win six games. You all have the same chance. Not the same odds, but the same chance. No other tournament, no other playoff is that vast, 64. No it's other, one, because it's one game. Right, but no other one gives a small nothing team a chance to, to be a Loyola Chicago or a George Mason. Oh, I love it. The the, the Cinderella story, I hate when it's all chalk. Yeah, I you want know garbage. What? I want chaos. I like senior night. Am I, am I so bad when you used to see guys who are like, oh, wow, he played three or four years. Michael Jordan is undisputably the best player ever. Yeah. And played three years of college basketball. Three years. And it was yeah. it was great. All the old guys, too, they played four. Will played four. Bill Russell played four. I think the college game has been completely annihilated. And this is another reason why the NFL is moving so much further away from what college basketball and the NBA are. Because I don't know any of the guys. I don't. There's I don't people... Lo- yeah, I don't love that portion of college basketball anymore. The product, I love the tournament. I love the purity of the tournament. I love that it, it's just anyone's got a shot. As of right now, 64 teams have a chance to do this thing. To why, don't you, why don't you watch the Division Two tournament then? They fucking suck. Why don't they you? Be, so do some of the teams you're talking about. Go watch the NIT, the not-in tournament. No, I just like the concept that, yes, the best 64 teams don't necessarily make it, but they have a, whoever's in there has a chance. they got a puncher shot to do this thing. They're not necessarily the best team. But you can't dispute that the team that wins this thing is the champion. That that I like. I like the I, cutting down the nets. I like the pageantry. At the, the same time, I will combat that with just making the final four is a big deal, which is like, since when does making the semifinals a big deal? Depends on who you are. Team like, well, we always, we were idiots because we were like, oh, it's, it's our Duke, it's our Kentucky. Neither are in the tournament this year. But like, that's oh, keep, keep, keep going. Louisville, Kansas, there's a Kansas ton of them. Kansas is in. Kansas got in? Three okay, seat. I didn't see that. Yeah, they're three. Which direction is it? Three seed. There we go. But, you know, they're in. If, if like a blue blood makes the final four, no, they're expected to be there. George Mason makes the final four. It's a pretty big deal. I, I still think it's a big deal. Zach, when I was a freshman in college, do you know who won <laughs> the national championship is this that a year? Blake question. This is Steve Blake, Juan Dixon, Chris Bull. 
Wilcox, uh, Lonnie Baxter, Robin Randall, Byron Mouton. I grew up in Maryland. I grew up where, you know, Sarunas Yesikavages, Laron Prophet. I can go on and on. Uh, Joe Smith. Those are the guys. X-Ray Hip. Those are the guys I grew up watching and I loved. That's what I didn't know. And then then I got to Maryland and I realized these guys that I idolize, they wipe their ass with two-ply. Did you know that? Like, they're regular kids. Pretty good. I mean, I know. Maryland? Fancy. I mean, you guys, what do you have? A crew team that you root for up at UMass? UMass? Yeah. Yeah. Marcus Camby ain't walking through that door. When I was there, what did we have? Baseball was okay. And we were apparently our women's soccer team was great. So was ours. Our lacrosse team in soccer was winning national championships. So couldn't care less. Yeah. I don't know how to say this. So I'm just going to say it. Yeah, like the most famous athlete that was there like recently before me was um, Brianna Scurry, I think. Do you know who that is? Sounds She's familiar. the, uh, the, the African American goalie for the U.S. women's team, like the, the old team, the Mia Ham team. Oh, like I do remember that thing. name. Oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. You were in college with her, you're so old. No, 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 no. Like it, I was, she was just out before. I'm like two years older than you. Um, <laughs> I'm not young either. Yeah, no, she was there with like Camby, but, but that was the glory days before I got there. That's pretty good. So that was Calipari and he screwed UMass with all kinds of scandals and they never came back. The only other good story I have when I was at Maryland as far as playing with, against, whatever is, you know, I was in the kinesiological science major, which means we had to take mandatory gym classes. I had six of them to take. It was an easy A. You, you just sign up. It was yeah, fantastic. I took, I took golf and I took snowboarding in college. I was better than my snowboarding teacher. Yeah, but I, took, I learned how to chip at golf. It was great. Best class in college. I took basketball one, one year and we had backups. I mean, I think bench players on the football team, which was also Orange Bowl eligible, but that's a different story for a different day. But backups of backups, and I played in a pickup game during gym class with two walk-on nobodies, never saw the field. This is kind of the basketball football team my freshman year. Zach, there was a ball that goes up, hits the rim. I I mean, I was in decent shape. I can't jump high, but I can jump. I go up for a rebound, and Scar and Mufasa tower over me and fight over the ball. I jump and remember seeing these two gentlemen at least three feet higher than I was. You're at crotch level right there. They're both all in the, it's a, it's a airborne BJ, huh? I couldn't believe how high these guys could jump. Like, how many times do you and I or anybody ever go, I could hit a fastball off of that guy or, oh, that asshole in UFC, I could. No, you can't. There is levels to all these sports where you you can't. You're happy to make contact. You're just happy to get nominated if you were ever in a situation. I I was playing basketball with Division I bench players, and I just remember looking at me like, wow, they are I played one-on-one against Alan Iverson for one shot, and he missed. He was the fastest thing I ever saw. He torched me and got the shot off, but he bricked it. Practice? That was a game. That was a game. That was no practice. That was it. Speaking of practice, I watched your Ted Lasso. That speech was hysterical. Thank you. I don't know if you doubt me ever. Like, I don't ever doubt you. I, I, I actively ask you for shows because you have better taste in shows than any of my idiot friends. But, the, but was very you good. know, if there's a show that I like, I'm going to be like, Ugh. like I was in there one night talking to Julia. I was like, I can't recommend this show. Like, I liked it, but it's not that great. And she's like, yeah. no, 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 it was good. I'm like, it's not good enough to recommend. Like, when I say watch this, it Lasso means- that was very good. And I've started, like, because I'm, I'm like an addict, you know, thinking to myself, well, maybe I should start watching the Premier League. You have to say it like a douchebag. That's part of it. Oh, yeah. I'm Tour de France and you roasted me. Yeah, I did. But when I say Premier League, it sounds classy. 
So I think I'm a Tottenham fan. They're the Jewish team. They're the Yid army. You know that's the stereotype, right? It's the they've hot- embraced. Yeah, but they've embraced it. I actually I'm just have some Tottenham fans. Any um, young Jewish patient I ever have, and they say like the Premier League or what do you say, the Premier League? Premier League. It's say I, it with like a lilt. As a joke, I'm like, so who do you like, Tottenham? And they're like, all of them. I, all of them. Yeah, they, all why of not? them. Who should I like besides Tottenham? Go Spurs. Before we leave tourney and time. they're like not elite so that like you don't like want to go to Manchester United because it's just douchey to be like a Yankee fan. Do you want to put your pick or final final four on record right now for who you think is winning this tournament before we get off of this? Yeah. So they never win. They're always a just total letdown. I actually, from what I've seen, think this is Gonzaga's year. And I've never said that before. I'm always the guy that knocks them out in the, in the 16 or the 8 because they just suck all the time. This is one of those wonky, freaky years where I think just the best team is going to just win. From all the little research that I've heard, that's the deal. Apparently, they have a bunch of juniors and seniors on the team. Yeah, yeah, this is the real thing. This is uh, the I year. Think good overrated. I think Jawan Howard's not that good of a coach. Love to see Patrick Ewing win a game or two. That was exciting when he got, ba- you know, they, they carted him going into uh, Madison Square Garden. He said, my jersey's in the rafters. Let me in. He's that was good. nine feet tall. Like, how do you not know who he is? <laughs> I built this like, arena. He's also pushing 400 pounds at this point. He's huge. Yeah, I think that it's their year. I've seen Baylor play. They're exciting. I don't know if they've got six games in them. Great. Uh, I, I know nothing. All right, all right, Chief. Who do you got? What's your team? Gonzaga is all I hear, and I'm rooting for Maryland. If that can't happen. Hear that, all I hear is uh, Encino Man. Gonzaga's. <laughs> Because is malo. Yeah. Whenever like someone says you're gonna get busted, I always go, You are busted. <laughs> it's you mean the best. We the so, juice. Zach, I saw something online the other day, which I actually had to stop and go, I don't hate where this guy was going. So it's a wheel of fortune clip where the first now when people I don't know if you ever watch it, but when you're guessing words in Wheel of Fortune, you're an idiot if you don't start off with R S T L N when you're doing a regular puzzle. Like just you should be guessing. Guessing one of those when you play Hangman. Come on, you're a friend's kid. Julia's laughing. Julia's not a friend's person. I thought she was. There was somebody who picked N as their first letter. Hi, Mom. Oh, I'm not Pumpkin? No, it's my sister. So I I was Pumpkin. Somebody picks N as their first letter, and it was a couple of words with the first word being somewhat long, and the second to last letter was an N. So immediately you're thinking, oh, this is probably like running, going, something. So the next letter they guessed was I, which boom, the I hits it right there mm-hmm. and maybe a couple of other spots. The next letter was G and it was like, okay, so now is this person just guessing letters in slang term words they shouldn't be using? And then the person goes, can I buy a vowel? E. Oh. And, it, and it went, ah, ah, ah. And I was like, thank the Lord, because you're just you're just worried what's coming. Here was my biggest problem with this person's guessing. I don't hate that you started off with an N and then an I and then a G, but you makes no sense with the spinning. You don't go in that order. No, you don't. But if anything, for the sake of it, you need to go NGI because why would you buy a vowel and then spin if you get bankrupt? You just gave somebody all your I's and then they're just gonna go G and slowly there. But deep dive at the wheel of fortune. Hey man, I got time. My point was is I saw this, I was like, that's America's game. Super racist, but at the same time, that's not the worst strategy of how you're going to guess letters because you're quickly going to get the ing, and then if you're going to hit a couple e's, then you be- go back to your R S T L N E, which no, R S. You don't go R next. You don't go R next. That this just, guy was he was going you just R. Now, it there. I mean, but here's the thing. So I have you know a niece and two nephews. When I play Hangman with them, I can't that's stop. Your word? <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
But I do guess letters to try to make a word in the missed word section just to have my own fun. Like that's, I mean, I can't stop my five-year-old nephew over and over in Hangman. I have to let him get some stuff. So that's one of the things I try to do. Like we actually just had this discussion over the weekend. My sister was teaching Zoe to play Hangman. She was playing two games at once, like the Queen's Gambit, because both my sisters were being impossible and not wanting to let the other one play. So literally there were two games up there. That's a lot of frizzy hair in one room. It was a lot going on. One of them is straight hair. The other one's not as much. So then we're talking about the hardest words, and my sister comes up with rhythm would probably be one of the hardest words to get. She's so guessing H and A. Yeah, we, we have, we have six, time. I guess a six-year-old. Well, no, not against six-year-old. She put Apple against six-year-old and took forever to get that one, too. The other one was like yeah, birthday. You have to do seconds. like cat and dog. You cannot do it. They still have to figure it out and guess it. This no, no, is she, like, she's is almost Zoe, seven. She gave us some tough stuff. Is Zoe still reading and going to he? To, to, to no, he? And you're like, she knows above the? Above grade level in reading, above grade level in math, what she's below grade level in gym, and it killed me. She got a bad gym report card. And next thing you know, we're doing like throwing balls back at each other. Like it's like 1950s. We're just like doing drills. Having her do wind sprints back and forth. Zach, oh, yeah, my, re- knuckles. my reference was a dumb and dumber reference. I thought you'd oh, get yeah. that. Yeah, All right. Well, Zach, we have reached that point of the show where we are going to go into our trivia. And in yeah. honor of St. Patrick's Day, I'm going to be testing your knowledge of kind of Irish St. Patrick's Day folklore XYZ. Okay. All right. Irish folklore. I mean, I don't know what to actually. I, I mean, just call it Irish like trivia. Flatley's Lord of the Dance. And Julia gets that too, because as she said, she's a Friends fan. Chandler's biggest fear. Go on. First word is, I'm going to spell it for you. You need to pronounce it and tell me what it means. S-L-A-I-N. Slancha, which means? Drink up, baby. Cheers. To life. To life. Lachaim. Salancha. Very nice. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a toast for cheers and health. Boom, you nailed it. Like Prost or, uh, you know. All right. Cheers. I'm going to start this off. I'm going to read the letters. It is C-L-A-D-D-A-G-H. What? I, I C-L-A-D-D-A-G-H. What is that? Clunge? Clunge oh, is, is British for something real bad. I'll All right, Google so that, everybody. I'll, pr- I'll pronounce it. It is clotta. Clotta? No clue. What is that? No clotta? idea? So what is a clotta in a Irish? Horse. A clotta is an Irish ring. So I definitely have friends. I want to say Kenny, my heart, has one of these. So Irish it, ring? It's a clotta. It has like a little, it's like a, something, like a pinky ring. So pinky ring. pinky ring? So when you propose to Julia in no time, you're going to give her a clotta? I'm going to give her, no. you got to put a clotta? on it you should have put a clod on it you beat me to it yeah so we do. That's pretty good. It is an Irish ring. It usually has three things on it. It usually has a heart, a crown, and hands. The heart represents love. The crown represents loyalty, and the hands represent friendship. That is the like lucky, lucky charms. Like They're magically theory. delicious. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, never come in. Never come in. Why don't you get me lucky charms? That kills me in Austin Flowers. <laughs> Number three. I'm going to spell it for you. It I'm is. I'm going one for five here. I got the first one. No problem. The rest are going to be insanity. S H I L L E L. L-A-G-H. Shillelagh? It is a shillelagh. Like like the stick you beat people with? (laughs) So there is an old Irishman. Oh, beat you with me, shillelagh. All right. So take your point. It is technically a walking stick, but yes, it is a shillelagh. shillelagh. You beat little kids with it. That is absolutely correct. Do you know what it also is a reference to? An Irish stick. (laughs) It is absolutely an Irish stick. Nubby, nubby, red puffed. uh, Fire crotch. It is definitely like a, oh, that girl would be great with my shillelagh. 
Total frotch. Very nice. Yeah, shillelagh is very good, but it's referred to, it's basically a cane, but any Irishman, when they're talking about their shillelagh, they do not mean it's it as a device. Yeah, it isn't no. anything but it. Yeah. All right, Zach, number four, how many leaves on a shamrock? How many leaves on a shamrock? Three. It's a Correct. regular clover, I think. Correct answer is three leaves on a shamrock. Ew. It's gross every, ew, the, the wiggle the thumb. Some some guy just got his. Right, yeah, go three, three leaves on a shamrock. All right, well, you are already at three for four. Question number five. St. Patrick's Day commemorates the arrival of what in Ireland? I'll give you a hint. It happened in 432. I mean, the easy answer is alcohol, but uh, the arrival of what? I mean, we can narrow this down to potatoes, alcohol, we're going to cancel culture in two seconds if I keep going with these Irish uh, tropes. The arrival of what in 432, St. Patrick's Day? Uh, Christianity. Son of a bitch. Christianity is correct. They love their Christians. They do. Zach, you killed it. That was awesome. What <laughs> did I get wrong? Fucking cardigan Clada. or something? Clada. Give you a clada. I'll give you a clap. So wait, if you have a shillelagh clada, is that like uh, Irish cockering? <laughs> I mean, all the pieces in there. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, you put it right above your shamrocks. hey Are you, have you ever had a shamrock shake at McDonald's? I've never. God, no. That looks awful. Or McDowell's. <laughs> good, good to call back. You, yeah. you know that's a thing though, right? Like the shamrock shake. I know shake. what it is. I, I don't think I've ever actually had ice cream at McDonald's. Oh, the McFlurries are amazing. I'm a Blizzard guy. Hardcore. Same shit. It's literally the same. No, no it's not. Yeah. See, one is from <laughs> McDonald's. The other one's from Dairy Queen. They've got they, the McFlurry. <laughs> they put the same thing. Any final closing words? No, I'm pumped for the tournament. I, it, and I've got all day Saturday to watch because I'll be bedridden with my uh, you know, Corona shot. So good good stuff. Oh, yeah. Real quick, another thing that grinds my meatballs, the fact that they're I starting- no, they're starting the tournament this year on Friday, Friday and it. they're doing a mi- – it is like the biggest like, hey, we're doing Michigan State versus – who are they playing? Florida no. or another big school on Hate Thursday? It. It's just to and get then, people to watch. It's it's a yeah, No, it should start Thursday at noon like it always does. Always. And it ruins your two days at work because nobody's working that day. Every yeah. now and then you hear from like a, a, some random disc, yeah, onions out of nowhere in the middle of the day at like 2.30 on a Thursday. Onions. I can't wait to ask onions. all my friends and they're going to go, I've never heard of onions before. They've all heard of onions and if you hit a big shot, double order. Here's those onions, double order. Yeah, watch. Ask all your friends. And if you if they all don't get it, get new friends. Booze your daddy, the podcast. Make sure you're listening to these episodes. Tell a friend. We do our Facebook lives. Give us a five-star rating, review, subscribe. Tell more than one friend. Tell a crew. Tell a crew. We're having fun here. We're doing this stuff. Hey, just want to send love to everybody. This has been a great winter. We're coming into some warm weather. We're going to be doing some really fun stuff. Daddy loves you. Onions love you. Boom. Double order. We out.